Welcome back to the Franklin and Marshall pregame show here on GoDiplomats.com. I'm joined, as always, by head coach of the Franklin and Marshall Diplomats, Coach John Troxell. Thanks for taking time to sit down with us once again. Glad to be here. So, Coach, we haven't had a chance to chat in a few weeks. I wanted to offer some congratulations on the win over Dickinson, meaning the Conestoga Wagon stays here in Lancaster. Your team was really firing on all cylinders. Centennial Conference and ECAC Player of the Week, Jordan Zachary, returned another punt to the house. You guys forced some timely turnovers. Chris Stefano had the big pick six to seal the victory in the fourth quarter. What are your impressions of that win? I thought the kids played hard. You know, we knew it was going to be a battle. Jordan set the tone right out of the gate with a, with a huge punt return. And then, obviously, you mentioned Chris's big return at the end that, that sealed the win. You know, we eliminated some penalties. We didn't. And we didn't have a lot of penalties, and we didn't turn it over a lot. So we were going to be in the game, and, and you know, to get a 35-14 win, especially against your rivals, is obviously very exciting for our program. Now, this past week, both you and all of the other teams in the Centennial Conference were in a holding pattern, as every team in the, in the conference had a, had a bye this week. Obviously, it's nice for you guys to rest up, get healthy. And in the past, it seems to have paid off for your squads. You guys are 4-1 in the last five years coming out of the bye. How does your preparation and schedule change in the week leading up to the bye and then in the week coming out of it when you know you have a game to play the following weekend? Coming out of last game against Dickinson, we didn't change anything. It was like a normal week. Got the kids going on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, but they got a nice long weekend. You know, it was fall break, so the kids had off Friday, Saturday, Sunday got them back to campus on Monday. So it's needed time for them just to first regroup in the middle of the season, time to get them a little bit healthy. And it gives us a chance as coaches to, to get a little bit of a jump in preparing for the game coming out of the bye. So I think our kids feel like they're coming out of camp again where we've had some extra time to prepare for McDaniel, and hopefully it pays off for us today. So after getting two wins on your home turf, you're taking it back on the road to Westminster against the McDaniel squads in their second year under head coach Mike Hoyt, who's looking to do some rebuilding of that program, but they do have a few things going for them. they got a brand-new stadium, gives them pretty significant home field advantage. They're one of the top 15 teams in the country nationally in home attendance. How do your guys get mentally prepared to go down to unfriendly territory like that, and does it play a role in your game planning at all? It's, a, it's obviously a difficult place to play. I mean, it's a great environment. They have a ton of people who come out. It's, a, it's, it's probably the best game day environment in the conference. And, uh, you know, Mike's got his kids going. They're, they're a little bit young, but they're playing hard. Uh, they're, they're, they're better than they were a year ago. And in this conference, it's hard to go on the road and win, no matter who you are. Uh, you know, getting the kids up a little bit earlier, a bus ride, getting off the bus and being prepared to play. So, you know, our kids know what's at stake. Again, uh, you know, we have a lot to prove. You know, this year we've lost two games on the road. So it's going to be a challenge for us to go down there uh, and play hard and, and come out with a win. On the field, obviously, they have running back Joe Rollins, who's third in the country in all-purpose yards and sixth in rushing. He's a guy that gives everyone in the Centennial fits. But uh, over the past two years, your defenses have been a, doing a really great job of bottling him up, held him to just 50 rushing yards last year, year before that, just 65 yards, totals that were well below his season averages. And obviously, you don't want to give away too much of your game planning, but can you give us a little bit of insight into how you've had so much success in bottling up a guy that many consider to be one of the top players in Division Three? He is one of the top players. He's so explosive, you know, and we need to, we really need to contain him, not just as a tailback, but even in the return game. He's a punt returner, kick returner. So he's going to get a lot of touches. 
You know, I think the one thing that we've done in the past, and I think that we, we really do well here, and Craig does a great job with the defensive side of the ball, is, is tackling. You know, I mean, our kids finish plays. Uh, you need to get multiple guys to the ball to contain him. If you're going to be one-on-one in the hole with him all the time, it's going to be a long day for your defense. And um, he is really, really explosive. He's, he's by far, uh, arguably, maybe the best back that this league has ever had. And... Um, you know, it, it's not easy for anybody going into a game to play him. I mean, it's, he's, he is difficult to stop. And uh, our kids know the challenge that face him. And, and uh, I think they're real excited for the challenge, though, because, you know, again, when you stop the best back in the league, it shows you got a good run defense and it's going to set the tone for the second half of the season. One last question for you for the fans at home. Last year, team got the new uniform sets, the F&M blue. You got the alternate blacks. You got the whites. But another addition to the game day attire is the addition of the F&M helmet stickers you guys have been wearing for standout performances or tradition we've seen at other schools like Georgia with the helmet bones and the Ohio State. They got those Buckeyes. Can you give us a little bit of insight into your decision about to add that helmet sticker incentive to your team and uh, how your guys have responded to it? You know, I think our guys like it a lot. Um, obviously, there are, there are team goal awards, and then uh, there are also individual awards. It also rewards guys who do a great job during the week. So guys are competing uh, all the time to get those. Probably the best part about it is, is when we meet on Monday to give out the awards, guys get recognized in front of their teammates, and everybody loves to get recognized and have their teammates cheer for them. But it is. It's a good measuring stick for our guys. And nobody wants to run out on the field with no stickers on their helmet. So it, it increases the intensity in practice a little bit. It makes guys want to work hard because it's not just the guys on Saturday that are playing that are getting them. It's the guys who are preparing the guys to play on Saturday that have an opportunity to win some of those awards. So, uh, so it's been something neat for us and something we'll keep going. And uh, I think the kids really enjoy it. Sounds like a cool new program. Hope that uh, we get to see a lot of guys with some more helmet stickers on them after uh, this next week against McDaniel. Thanks again for having the time to sit down and chat with us, and uh, best of luck this week. Thank you very much. All right, we'll send things back on up to the press box and continue it here on GoDiplomats.com for the Franklin and Marshall football pregame show.